Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. As we know, there is a custom that throughout the month of Elul, with the exception of Shabbos, after Shachris in the morning, we sound the shofar. We blow what's called the Tashrat, the Tekiah, Shvarim, Teruah, Tekiah, essentially covering our bases, uh, sounding all of the primary blasts of the shofar. And I think it's important, first and foremost, to note that when we do so, in no way whatsoever are we fulfilling the mitzvah of Tekiah Shofar. The mitzvah of Tekiah Shofar is fulfilled only on the day of Rosh Hashanah, and the fact that we do so beforehand is a custom, and it is for this reason that the post can tell us that we do not need to be makbid, we do not need to be in any way whatsoever particular about the standards that would normally be on our mind when it comes to the sounding of the shofar on the day of Rosh Hashanah. So everything from who is qualified to blow the shofar to what sort of sounds qualify in a situation that there is a mistake that is made, we do not require a person to go back. If a person is unable to hear the shofar in shul, so we don't say that there's an obligation to make it up later, Essentially, the custom to blow the shofar during the month of Elul, it is just that it is a custom. And again, other than the fact that we use a shofar and the sounds are familiar, in no way whatsoever does it constitute a mitzvah of tekiah shofar. In fact, the custom that we have to refrain from blowing the shofar and shul on Erev Rosh Hashanah is partially a way of making it very clear that whatever we have been doing until now is very different very different than that which will follow on the day of Rosh Hashanah itself. So the question is, why do we blow the shofar throughout the month of Elul? And on the surface, this may sound like a silly question. What do you mean, why do we blow? We want to get ready for Rosh Hashanah. We want to get ready for this mitzvah. After all, it's such an important mitzvah. It's a very powerful mitzvah. And it makes sense that we should get ourselves ready, right? Well, not necessarily, because when you think about mitzvahs in general, seasonal mitzvahs in particular, we usually go to the other extreme, and we would say, you know, we're really excited, for example, about having the ability to fulfill the mitzvah of Achilles Matzah Pesach, and so therefore, there are dif- different customs as to when we would stop eating matzah in anticipation of this mitzvah. Mikra Adin, the halacha says that we cannot have matzah on Erev Pesach, but many of the custom of refraining from eating matzah already from Rosh Chodesh Nisan, some already 30 days beforehand. In other words, We are excited about the mitzvah that we are going to fulfill in whatever it is, in a few hours, in a few weeks, in a month. And so therefore, in anticipation of that mitzvah, we are going to dafka not eat matzah. It would be very strange to see a person sitting in the sukkah before sukkahs. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait for sukkahs to begin. So already we're going to begin the process of yeshiva sukkah several days beforehand. Leaving aside that there may be halachic questions involved in Baal Tosef, but leaving all that aside... We wouldn't say that. We would, to the contrary, we would try to redirect that person's good intentions and say, no, no, to the contrary. We have an exciting mitzvah that is going to be fulfilled in a couple of days, in a couple of weeks. Wait, wait. And so therefore, when you have the opportunity to fulfill the mitzvah bizman, you recite the bracha, and that excitement that you will feel fulfilling the mitzvah for the very first time this year, that is something that will be so much more meaningful Dafka because of the fact that you have not done the mitzvah at any time in the recent past. So why should it be that shofar appears 
to be the exception to this rule. When it comes to seasonal mitzvahs, we dafka would not perform these mitzvahs beforehand. And when it comes to the mitzvah of Tekiah Shofar, we have the custom of sounding the shofar each and every day, essentially, again, Shabbos excluded, and Rosh Hashanah excluded, for an entire month beforehand. This is very strange, and it really requires some explanation. I would like to attempt to answer this question, but I'll do so by way of a very famous halacha that is found in Rambam's Hilchah Shuv in Perigimel, where the Rambam asks the question as to why we blow the shofar at all. He doesn't really ask the question explicitly, but seems to be what he's implying, as he says, even though at the end of the day, the mitzvah of blowing shofar on Rosh Hashanah is a gezer sakasov, which means it's a divine decree, we do so because the Torah tells us to do so. Nevertheless, says the Rambam, remez yeshbo. There is an illusion, there is a hint, there is a message that is embedded within the sound of the shofar. Klomar, it's as if the shofar is saying, uru yeshenim yeshenaschem. Wake up, all those who are sleeping. Get up from your sleep. Those who are in a state of slumber, wake up, arise. Search your ways. And return to Hashem B'tshuva. And the Rambam goes on and on, somewhat uncharacteristically, with very flowery detail over here, saying that the mitzvah of Shofar addresses each and every one of us who have sort of lost our way. Over the course of the year, we have gotten caught up in all sorts of narishkeit. Again, that's not the word the Rambam uses over here, but he uses words that are pretty similar to that. Elu We get caught up with all sorts of shtuyot. Vishogim We get caught up with narishkeit. And the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, says the Rambam, is a call to each and every one of us to improve our ways, to engage in introspection, to try to turn things around to grow and to improve, to do tshuva. Many people are familiar with these words in the Rambam. But the Rambam then goes on in that very same halacha, and I think that this is less familiar to many. The Rambam says, L'fichach, therefore, the Rambam over here is paraphrasing a Gemara, which basically says that a person should see himself all throughout the year as if he basically... His fate lies in the balance. He is, as the Rambam uses over here, he's half innocent, half guilty. What does that mean? Meaning, I'm not perfect, and I'm not completely uh, helpless beyond hope. I might basically, I can go either way. And not only that, the entire world's fate lies in the balance, and a person should see his very next action as, a, as if it could be so consequential. If I do one sin, so it will be machria myself in the entire world in a certain direction. And if I do one mitzvah, so it could be machria myself in the entire world in the other direction. And the question is, why is the Rambam incorporating this teaching, however important it may be, in the same halacha where he's talking about the message of shofar? And, and, and groups the two of them with the word lefichach, therefore. What is the therefore? What is the connection? So perhaps we can understand the Rambam in the following way. Now, the Rambam, although he doesn't actually refer to the shofar as an alarm clock, he seems to be characterizing it as such, an alarm that we set, that goes off, you know, in this case, Rosh Hashanah time. Now, if you think about an alarm clock, I can only talk about myself. I'm sure that other people can perhaps relate to this, but I happen to be, Baruch Hashem, a pretty good sleeper. I sleep well at night. And not only that, I can sleep through some noises. There could be distractions near me. Um, And my own alarm will wake me up sometimes, but it will not make me up all times. There are times that I will sleep through my alarm. 
And there are times that I will not sleep through my alarm. What, what is the difference? So I will tell you, if I have, let's say, um, an important uh, meeting that's taking place early in the morning, if there's an event that's taking place or I need to travel, and I know when I go to sleep at night, however late it may be, that I need to be up by whatever it is, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., I will wake up at the sound of that first alarm, and I won't sleep through it. However, if my day is the day where I have obligations, there are deadlines, there are appointments. However, it's the kind of day where, all right, if I sleep a little late, nothing will necessarily happen, so my alarm will not necessarily wake me up in the morning. In other words, in other words, an alarm clock is very effective, again, for many of us, but only if we understand and we appreciate how important this alarm is. If we don't really if we don't really think that it matters at the end of the day, because if I sleep late, nothing's going to happen. So how effective will that alarm actually be? And the Rambam seems to be saying over here that the remez, the hint, if you will, the message, the lesson that is embedded within the shofar is one that is to inspire us to do tshuva. However, the Rambam himself is warning us that if we are not prepared, if we do not recognize how essential this alarm is, if we don't think that at the end of the day it matters, so then the shofar could be really, really loud, the baltokea could blow beautiful tequios on Rosh Hashanah, but it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter because I think to myself, well, what does it matter anyway? After all, whatever I do doesn't matter, and I have no real responsibility for the people around me, and certainly the entire world, which is much bigger than I am, in no way whatsoever do my actions influence anyone around me. If that's my attitude, so says the Rambam, by implication over here, the shofar is not really going to do anything. You know, generally we think that the sound of the shofar is intended to inspire us, but I think that what the Rambam is teaching us is exactly the opposite. We have to work on ourselves to be inspired so that we could hear the sound of the shofar. On the day of Rosh Hashanah, we're going to hear the sound of the shofar, and what, what do we expect? What is going to happen? So, you know, there's a, there's a concept that is found in the Gemara, where the Gemara says, Milsa de lo rami de inish which means that if there's something that I'm not really thinking about, if something doesn't really matter to me, so then I'm, I'm not necessarily going to hear it. I'm not going to notice the cues that are coming my way. We have, as we know, the capacity for what's called selective hearing. It's a very common phenomenon. And so the Ramam is teaching that we have to be open. We have to prepare ourselves throughout the entire year, but particularly during the month of El, to realize that my actions matter. They matter in terms of my future, and they matter potentially in terms of the impact on the entire world. And we need to get ourselves ready for that. And if we don't, so then we're going to show up to Shul and Rosh Hashanah, and we're going to hear the sound of the shofar, and they may be beautiful tequilos, they may sound amazing. The Baltakeh is amazing. He made no mistakes this year. Wonderful. Says the Rama, it's not going to have its impact. It is not going to really say to me, Uru All the messages, says the Rambam, that are embedded within the shofar, they're going to fall short. They're not really going to affect me in that way because I don't really think that it matters. And so therefore, it would seem that despite the fact that generally speaking, almost always, we would say, you know what, we have a seasonal mitzvah that we are going to be performing at some point in the future. Let us refrain from doing it now. Let's not eat matzah for an entire month beforehand so that when we eat matzah for the first time on Lel HaSeder, it can have a very transformational impact. That's true when it comes to mitzvahs in general. It's not true when it comes to shofar. Because as the Rambam says, the shofar on Rosh Hashanah is supposed to move us. The shofar on Rosh Hashanah is supposed to really 
challenge us and inspire us to change. But says the Rambam, that's not going to happen if we do not prepare ourselves adequately beforehand. And so here we are, still in the first half of the month of Elul, although it's getting close, listening to the daily reminder almost each and every day of the sound of the shofar, which is not just coming attractions. It is not just stay tuned. You know, in a couple weeks from now, we're going to hear this. That's, that's, that's not what it's designed to do. It is a daily reminder to realize we really need to get ourselves ready. We have to know that when we go to sleep, and I mean this not necessarily literally, but when we go to sleep on the night of Rosh Hashanah, the alarm that is going to be sounded the next morning, the sound of the shofar, is one that we have to realize matters. I have a flight to catch. I have a very, very important interview that I need to be present at a particular time, and I cannot afford to sleep late. We need to prime ourselves. We need to prepare ourselves beforehand. And if we do... If we do that, we can only hope and expect that Be'ezrat Hashem, the sound of the shofar on the day of Rosh Hashanah itself, will move us, it will shape us, it will impact us. And so therefore, there's a thought that I share with you. This custom that we have to incorporate the sound of the shofar in our davening each and every morning at the end of the davening is designed to get us ready for Rosh Hashanah. We should think about the sound of the shofar and should remind us that there are things that we need to be doing right now. There are things I need to be thinking about. There are preparations that I need to be engaged in. This is a time of year that is designed for self-improvement, for introspection, for doing an ongoing cheshman and nefesh. So hopefully... Hopefully when we come to the day of Rosh Hashanah itself and we hear the sound of the shofar, we will be very, very sincerely moved by that sound. And halavai, it will have its impact. It will make its mark, moving me to my core, Bezos Hashem preparing me for true transformational growth throughout the Aseris and Meitshuva. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Amen.